When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. They, uh, they were looking at our most common childhood memories, and there are 10 things you're most likely to remember from when you were a kid. Getting a pet, of course. Mm-hmm. When I was five, Clover. Uh, Unless you're like me and the pets were there before you got there. They've just always been a part of your universe. You grew up with them. You don't remember getting a new one? I don't remember not having one. Yeah, we got new ones, but we just always had them around. Uh, My mother had multiple cats when I came along. Yeah, I think there were. I think my parents had three dogs when I was born, but I can remember the first one that we got brand new when I was five and we went to pick her out of a, a whole litter of puppies. Cute little adorable beagle puppies. I can remember the ride home of her sitting on the floor with me in the back seat of the car. Really? Yeah. We didn't. We just had a cat show up at our house, and our parents were like, "You can keep it." We were like, "Okay." <laughs> that's, that's great. The, that's the only one I remember. Our kindergarten graduation. We came home from Glen Oswing Swing, and there was a black Tom cat. Yeah. And we named it Tom. <laughs> it's creative. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stepfather always had horses and he would keep them at this barn way out in the sticks that we would maybe drive to sometimes on the weekends and we would find like stray cats and one of them I guess had kittens and uh, one of them wasn't I guess part of the litter or wasn't being needed some extra nurturing because the mother wasn't taking care of it and I think we ended up adopting that one and we just always had them around there was always a revolving door of pets had a couple of dogs had an Alaskan Malamute Siberian Husky and now I got two cats of my own. And they woke me up this morning because her food bowl was empty. <laughs> Daddy. They will let you know. Playing on the playground, learning to ride a bike, buying candy, getting an allowance, playing in the park, hearing the music from an ice cream truck. Oh, yeah. I'm re- I have memories of all of these things. Uh, going to your grandparents' house, going to the beach, and Christmas with your family. Those are the most common. Nice. The childhood memories that we remember the most. And some good news for millennials this morning. A new study looked at Generation Z and what their expectations are at work. If you're wondering, Generation Z, is anyone born between 1996 and 2010? I know millennials catch a lot of abuse because, you know, there's this uh, generalization that they tend to feel entitled. Well, according to this study, 
it found that 76% of Generation Zers between the ages of 18 and 23 think that they should get promoted within the first year at a new job. (laughs) Aren't they cute? (laughs) (laughs) I suppose that depends on what the job is. Yeah. Including 27% who think that they should be promoted within the first six months. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, The majority, 62%, said that it's not enough to be praised by their boss. They need to be praised by their boss in front of other people. It's very <laughs> important to them. They need that validation. Hey, at least they know. 20% said they need daily feedback from their boss. If they don't get daily feedback, they might quit. Daily? Yes. Wow. Need daily feedback. Uh, let's see. 40% expect to make over $100,000 a year someday. That's probably not that out of reach. said work contributes to their stress compared to 64% of adults overall. So Generation Zers tend to view work as more stressful today than previous generations. And 36% of managers think that Generation Zers will be harder to manage than millennials, uh, in part because they're harder to train, and it is the perception that they don't work as hard as millennials do so we will see time will tell there is a new dating app i'm sorry a new dating term called cloaking and it's kind of like ghosting where you just sort of disappear and don't return texts or phone calls but cloaking tends to be a little more heartless than that because of Because instead of just ignoring them, evidently you block them on every app you've used to communicate, like dating apps, Facebook. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Facebook, Instagram, all your social media platforms. And you block their phone number. So there is literally no way for them to get in touch with you. That is pretty cold. I mean, you it, you would think, though, that if somebody does that to you, then you must have done really something awful on that date. Mm-hmm. Or you've already been kind of stalking them a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I would think see, you've probably been stalking. Well, that and maybe you went back and liked all their pictures and, you know, like maybe you've made it known that you were stalking them. They mm-hmm. want you out of their orbit. Or maybe they've moved on, and the only way for them to really move on is to completely eliminate you from their life. A reporter in the UK coined the term cloaking this month after she got stood up on a date. The guy never showed. He ignored her phone calls, and when she tried to hit him up on the dating app they'd been using, he completely blocked her on like every channel. I just find it so cowardly, though. It's so chicken you know what you know like just straight up tell her look you're not my type you're not working out instead of just avoiding her altogether this just seems like such a wussy way of going about it well i think it's you know it's (laughs) 
if they never ever see the person, then they never ever know whether or not they hurt their feelings. Whereas if you actually have to say it to them and tell them why, then you may have to sit with their pain or discomfort or suffering and just ignorance is bliss. I just don't. Yeah. Do you even need to tell them why? Can you just say, you know what? You're very nice. And uh, the truth is because it is the truth. It's not you. It is clearly me. I'm looking for something else. And I, I don't know that I can really go into and explain what that is. I just know that when it's right, I will feel it and I'm not feeling it right now. And I think you're I'm right sorry. on with that. I, I don't, you really feel like you owe anybody an explanation for anything. Yeah. Just be like, Hey, I didn't click with you. And that's done. it. Done. Yeah, that's something that's that you learn as you get older, though. Yeah. And that goes with every, For sure. everything that you feel you need to give an explanation to. When you're younger, you like you have to justify it. You have to tell them why. But then when you get older, you're like, I do not have to do anything about anything. You're right. Because even when they're like, hey, we're going to be out on Friday night. Stop by. And you're like, oh, thanks. I can't. And then they, if they write back why, you don't have to tell them why. I can't is sufficient. Or I don't want to. <laughs> you can say that too. Yeah. I just don't think you necessarily need to go in, into any detail, and you may not. You may not even know yourself. There's just something about this chick. She's very nice. I just know it's not right, and that should be sufficient. But how often is it? <laughs> well, and especially, that's just it. Especially if they, when you're 22, they have to understand too that when they come back at you and they say, "Well, why? What is it about me?" Then you know what you need to let it go. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah. But that's what I love about second date update is sometimes I think, you know, the people who initiate a second date update learn a valuable lesson, too. And sometimes that lesson is, you know what? It's better that I it would have been better that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's better not to know. So that is what cloaking is, guys. In other news that didn't make the news this morning, Quakers Mikey Mikey likes it ad for Life cereal. He likes it. <laughs> he, he really likes, likes it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I should probably ask the question: Is everybody familiar with that commercial? The Mikey likes it commercial well, from not Life familiar cereal. With the commercial. They're familiar with the kid who ate pop rocks and then drank Pepsi and died. They probably heard the story. <laughs> anyway, it was this one of the longest running commercials in the history of television. And uh, you know what? I think I have a clip of the audio here. Let me play it for you. This went on for years in the 1970s. Look at this. It came out in 1972. Okay, they, imagine. I mean, commercials come and go these days, and you're lucky if you remember most TV commercials. But in this case, this commercial came out in 1972, and it ran for 12 straight years on TV. Look at this stuff. Some cereal is supposed to be good for you. Did you try it? I'm not going to try it. You try it. I'm not going to try it. Let's get Mikey. Yeah. He won't need it. He hates everything. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. When you bring life home, don't tell the kids it's one of those nutritional cereals you've been trying to get them to eat. You're the only one who has to know. There you go. So uh, that's Quaker's Mikey Likes It ad for Life Cereal, one of the longest running ads in history. Um... Quaker is apparently planning some sort of reboot of it, and your kid could potentially be the next Mikey. They're looking for kids between four and eight years old, boys and girls, and they posted a four-line script to audition with. 
So if you want your kid to audition, you got to submit your video through the website lifecastingcontest.com by April 27th. And this is the this is the ad as you just heard where like a kid who hates everything tries life cereal for the first time and actually likes it. Hmm. So if you get a finicky kid, this might even be perfect for him or her. Yeah, so we'll see. They're going to reboot the Mikey likes it commercial. Let's see how cute that kid is. Yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, the website spareroom.com talked to 6,000 people to find out what the perfect roommate looks like. And most of the top <laughs> things we evidently look for in roommates apply whether you're living with friends, strangers, or even your significant other. So these are the 10 most important things. Again, roommate, significant other, sibling, family member, stranger. The number one thing is just being respectful. For sure. You're respectful. I had a lot of roommates, and this is very important, especially if they're living in your house. <laughs> be respectful. Well, and make sure you clearly define with we with each other what you find to be disrespectful behavior, because what's disrespectful to one person is to someone else honest or yeah real or casual. Washing your blue jeans with my yellow towels. Not respectful. <laughs> Leaving your toenail clippings See, in the living room. Not respectful. There you go. I love these examples. How far do I need to keep going? Drinking You've had a lot of roommates. Drinking my agave nectar vodka. Not respectful. Without asking. <laughs> or not replacing it. Yeah. So Scott's changed these things. Now? It's not Scott. Oh. <laughs> uh, so respectful is number one. Number two, you're responsible. You're honest. You clean up after yourself. Better yet, you take the initiative to keep the place clean. Yeah. Just pick up after yourself, like you just said. You pay on time. Yes. Yes. Bingo. Goes to responsibility, being responsible. You're friendly. And even if you're not even if you're not friendly, just be quiet. (laughs) If you can't be friendly, just be quiet. Or just don't live with me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You don't smoke. Uh, you're, you're in a certain age range. You have similar interests and hobbies. That would matter less to me. We don't need to hang out. We don't need to do stuff together. Just be respectful, friendly, quiet, and clean up after yourself. Well, if you're sharing a TV though, it would be nice to, in, in one, to in have this day to and like age, everybody's shows. got their own screen, their own iPad TV in their room. I think maybe, uh, you love animals. 25% said they would ideally like to be roommates with a wine drinker. Yes. Uh, 40% of people in their 20s want a roommate who likes to party. Woo. You have to both have that in common because I had a non-partying roommate and oh, I think he they found did not us. enjoy you. Yeah, they did not. <laughs> and he ended up just kind of like moving out, like leaving his the keys and the money are on the nightstand. Uh-huh. It's been great. Um, but you have to genuinely have those kinds of things in yeah. common. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you now That's on the funny. party scale? Oh, I'm at like a one. Yeah. <laughs> so most nights I'm in bed by eight thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because I'm Good so tired you. from working and being a mom. Oh, that's funny. If I get a chance to go lay in that bed, I'm in it. Yeah. So what else do we have here this morning? Let's talk about science for just a moment. We've made 
Nine movies about why this is not a good idea, but I guess we're doing it anyway. For the first time ever, scientists in China have combined human genes with monkey genes. The idea there, I guess, is to try to create some sort of super smart monkeys, just like in Planet of the Apes. And the way they did it was they spliced in human brain genes, and then they tested the monkeys to see how much smarter they were. And it appears that it did affect their overall brain power. Their brains didn't get bigger, but they did better on memory tests, and their brains took longer to develop, just like the brains of human children. So weird. It is so bizarre. You can do this. And why would you want to? It's not a big enough difference to make any sort of impact right now, so you don't need to worry about apes rising up and destroying us anytime soon, but one expert at the University of Colorado described it as a slippery slope. They say they that won't happen, but they also said that wouldn't happen on Jurassic Park. That's good <laughs> point, right. Sam. Good point. That's, you know? that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. It is spring, which means it's also allergy season, and here are five tips on how to deal with that. As best as possible, number one, taking a shower. You might want to consider showering twice a day, at least for the next few weeks, or at least showering at night instead of in the morning. Again, we learned the other day that the majority of people now shower at night before bed. And I suppose that way you're not bringing any more any pollen from your body or hair into your bed each night, which could make a huge difference. Also, wiping your face. If you're going to be outside a lot, they suggest carrying a wet wipe and using it on your face and hands to get some of the pollen off. And rinsing your nose with a saline solution will help get rid of pollen in your nose. Uh, Staying hydrated. Dehydration makes allergy symptoms so much worse, so it's important to drink more water and stay hydrated. Things like green tea and ginger tea can also help with allergy flare-ups. Uh, Keeping the windows closed. When the weather's nice, you know, you kind of want to open the windows and patio doors, but that also lets the pollen in. So if you're going to do it anyway, look into getting maybe a device that filters pollen and allergens from the air. And finally, looking at the clock and the weather, pollen levels are usually higher earlier in the morning and at dusk. So avoid going outside then if you can. And the best time to be outside is when it's raining or just after it's rained. I love the smell of when it starts to rain, you know. Did you guys see the video? I posted it on one of our Facebook pages, I think, last weekend. Oh, the tree? Yes. Yeah. Where it was a helicopter down in Georgia that was taking off. Oh. And it had video footage of just the helicopter kind of like going through like this like forest. Mm-hmm. And all you could see was this yellow, uh, massive cloud dust. of pollen uh, yeah. flying around. Wow. So, yeah. It's here. Uh, you know how Al does that thing where he's like, okay, well, that's that's what's happening. And, uh, you know, that's what's happening across America. Now let's see what's happening in your part of the world. Your neck they, of the woods. Your neck of the woods, yeah. And then mm-hmm. they, you know, cut to the local affiliate where they do like a quick little local weather update. Yeah. Anyway, Al Roker tossed it to a uh, local New York weather reporter on the Today Show yesterday morning, and I guess the guy wasn't ready because he dropped an F-bomb on live TV. That's what's going on around the country. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. He's a person who's passed on, too. It's such a weird thing. It's just strange. Um, Oopsies. But I think if I didn't do that, I wouldn't allow myself.
Oh, that's funny. That not that wild? You totally missed the hit, yeah. Yeah, and I like the chime. What was the chime about? A lot of uh, is that the new NBC blo- things, bleep? Do, they do that when they do the weather. When I lived in Arkansas, the f- affiliate there did that as well. Oh, yeah? Unless unless that is somebody just putting it. Is that the cue that it's going back? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like wrap it up? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Whoopsies. Yeah. That's what's going on around the country. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. He's a person who's passed on, too. It's such a weird thing. It's just strange. Um, but I think if I didn't do that, I wouldn't allow myself. Uh-oh. And he had no clue. That guy wasn't ready. Savannah? <laughs> <laughs> well, back to you, Savannah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.